I'm not sure I like what you're wearing. Like, I'm looking fabulous and you're not. We need to change that. Using my magical bell. Mm. No. Mm. Again, missing something. Oh, oh my oh. God. That's it. I. You look Are you amazing. sure? You look this amazing. One? You know what? I think you're right. I cannot believe I did that with the power of the bell. You did it. You personalized my outfit, which is also the week, this week's topic on Easy Mode, the professionally casual gaming podcast. Hey, everyone, that's Delay Dale. She picks my outfits and she picks my rest of my life. And this uh, this podcast topic, she makes us do it. I'm sorry. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Hi, that's Henry K. <laughs> she sometimes says things that really shake me up, like I'm a Coke bottle in the sun. <laughs> And she's about to explode. As we said, (laughs) as we said, this week's topic of easy mode is character personalization, personalization. not customization. Dale's Mm going to tell you about that in just a little bit. Um, But we decided to have some fun looks. I do not get to pick mine out today. Dale picked mine. Um, She is a character personalization professional. A CPP, you could say. A a, a CPP, Canadian Pension Plan? No. Um, (laughs) As somebody who cries a lot because, you know, life, I decided to put a fanny pack Filled with tissues close to my eyes. Isn't that fun? I love it. I love how it's I like a it. nice representation of who you are, you could say. <laughs> yeah, I'm still laughing at that intro. I love how every week we get a little more unhinged and a little yeah. more like just kind of going for it. Um, but yeah, how's your week been? I know you've been busy. My week's good. Um, we do have a big announcement, Dale. Do you want to make it for the podcast let's listeners? Just say, let's just say that if you told us... <clears throat> When we first began in January, that in July we would be panelists at TwitchCon Amsterdam. I wouldn't have believed you. But here we are. Yes, Henry and I representing Easy Mode, our podcast Easy Mode, our little baba. We will be in Amsterdam. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're going to be in Amsterdam, come and say hello to Easy Mode. Woo! Yes, we will be in TwitchCon Amsterdam 2022. We will be on a panel with some fantastic creators um, curating a conversation and answering questions about being full-time creators with full-time jobs. Um, Dale and I having jobs that aren't industry in the gaming industry, which would be a a nice, diverse panel. We We are working with some amazing people, Geeky Cassie, Steph of Anime, and the only Jake I think the only Jake ever. Is this yeah, correct? Yeah, I think it's the only Jake ever. From yeah, the, the only Dead Jake Good ever. Media, from Dead Good Media. Yes, we will be panelists at TwitchCon and we will be there. So if you're going to TwitchCon, please let us know. We would love to meet you. We're very excited. We're so excited. Um, it's, your first time ab- it's your first time overseas too, isn't it's it? It's my first time abroad and I'm just very excited to be traveling with you yeah, with this podcast. Also, we're going to meet IRL for the first, the first time. It's the first time we're meeting IRL. It's crazy that we have been friends for over a year. We have this little... Uh, this podcast that I just want to say we've charted many times. So thank you to everyone who listens. Yes. And we're meeting you. now IRL like, oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a good fun time. Yes. Um, and I'm very excited. What I'm going to have to work is on my outfit personalization for TwitchCon. That's true. Um, so maybe I can pick up a few tips from this episode. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a bell. But uh, let's dive <laughs> right in. Let's dive right in because we have a lot to talk about. And I think that the listeners today will enjoy this episode. And, and if anything, if you're listening, Make sure you watch the VOD because the way we are dressed, if you are listening to the beginning, you're like, what the hell are they talking about? You need to see it to believe it because I just did some magic on the screen. Okay. That's right. Dale did this. 
That's the reason I look like this. Now let's get personalizationed. Henry, quick question for you before we jump right in. Uh-huh. Can you tell me the difference between mm. customization and personalization and its impact in the video game industry? This was a much more difficult question than I was prepared for. Um, I don't know. I guess like personalization is just like adding accessories or something like that. I don't. That seems like maybe it. I don't. You're not wrong, but you're also not right. So basically. <laughs> Customization refers to choosing options that impact the gameplay. Okay. While personalization is the aesthetic choices that simply impact the character. So like your avatar or whatever in the game. Personalization offers no in-game benefit or impact when you're playing the game. Mm. So the way you and I are dressed right now, we have personalized ourselves. Okay. Regardless of how we dress, it would not impact our gameplay. That is the main difference. And yes. as we discuss in our episode today, it's all basically about personalization. I did want to start off this segment with, um, you know, just making sure that we all were on the same page because I kept saying customization when I meant personalization. So fun fact. Was that I get fun? it. Well, you know what? I mean, I guess so. This does not apply to games where choosing a specific race or type of character can really affect your um, the gameplay. Yeah, how you're treated. So this does not apply to that. This is all about how you look and how you serve looks in Mm -hmm. games. How you slay yourself and slay the enemies. You know, I could have delivered that better, but it's fine. So the more personalization options that are available to players, it'll allow them to connect with the character in the game. So people want a lot more personalization options. However, no matter how many options that you add, there will never be enough. And that's why there are mods. So with a lot of the games that we've listed, well, we've listed, I will be talking about, um, mods are available and mods are, you know, I I can't imagine a world without mods because mods are the creativity that sometimes things are lacking, you know, and they allow the expression in which we want to be. I feel like I'm not making any sense. Because every time I look at myself in the freaking little glance, who's talking? It's not me. It's me, but it's not me. All right, so to just jump right into it, we're going to start with Jump Force. Uh, So if you've ever wanted to create your own heroine or heroic character inspired by various anime, this is the game for you. Also, a fun little addition to the game is you can actually purchase items from different animes. So like um, if you like a weapon from Naruto, you can purchase it and add it onto your character. And I was like, okay, cool. Not really sure it would be the gameplay for me, but I still thought it was relatively funny. I didn't even know you can make your own character in Jump Force. I just thought you played as the ones from the animes. No, you can customize them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Unless I'm, unless I'm wrong. Now I'm now I'm confused. You know what? Let me come back to that. <laughs> you, can look at the, you can look at that while I talk about the next one. Uh, the next one that I'm talking about here is Black Desert Online. So this one actually has such an insane customization like ability. You can adjust your hair length. And they talked about how you can adjust different body parts that you might not have even thought about. So I was like, okay, so can I give myself a bit of a, you know, obviously more height, but maybe I can give myself some more stronger arms. Because right now my arms look nothing like yours. And that is a crime. (laughs) That is a crime. Okay. (laughs) Have you played either of these games or heard of them? No. Well, Jump Force. Yes. Um, You can make your own character in Jump Force. Like an original character. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for 
confirming for me. I probably should have written that down, but we move on. Okay, so the next one is very niche. If you are a fan of this um, this anime, you will love it. It's a Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Xenoverse 2. So while the game has pre-made templates, which, you know, include generic faces, body sizes, voices, etc., you can mix and match. So it will really allow you to live out the fantasy of you being your own Dragon Ball Z character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not really love- for me. I wasn't like super into it, but were you? I like their style. Like I like I remember back when I first saw it was like saw a few Dragon Ball Z episodes. I wasn't a big fan as the of the anime growing up. I just didn't have anywhere to watch it. Mm-hmm. But every time I saw Trunks, he had like a little bob that was like a lavender light gray color. And then he had this cool little jacket. I was like, oh, so freaking cool. I wish I could dress like that. Um so if I could dress like Trunks or make a little character that looks like that, would love that. I love I would wear that outfit now. Honestly, how some of those people dress in Dragon Ball Z is how some people dress now. I, yeah, honestly, the, the the design and like the I'm not even the sign. The clothing is amazing. The yeah, styling, the style was good. The styling. Okay, so this next one, so popular. I'm really excited to play this game. It's Fallout Four. In this game, you mm-hmm. basically sculpt your characters out of clay. Like you can just customize them to the T. Okay, and I love that. How absolutely friggin' cool! Actually, here's a quick question before we carry on. When you make a character, Henry, you got to make a character from scratch. Yeah. What is your thought process in how you make a character? Um, usually I go about going like what I want this character to represent for me in the game. Like I'm not one to recreate myself. Like mm-hmm. I've never ever done that. Some people like that's what they're like want to do. They want to make themselves and be they want to be in the game. In the game. Yes. I don't. I, I try to do like almost like it's like an alternate personality, like an extension of myself. Like yeah. Like. Like a video game persona of me that doesn't look like me, but it rep- like to me what I'm making represents me um, in this game. So like if mm-hmm. I lived in this universe, this is what I would want to look like to do whatever it is I'm going to do in the game. I love that. Okay, so for what you said, some people like to do it where they are in the game. I'm kind of like that mostly because I'm like, what do I... I feel like when I create a character, you also have to think about their backstory. And yeah. I sometimes just want to like create and go... Also, if the game is super limiting in terms of the the personalization, I will not go above and beyond to create a like special character. But if they have a lot of options, and I'm like, okay, no, yeah. I'm gonna do this. You're gonna put like, in the work. Like in Metal Gear Solid Five, I made a character that was so hot that everybody would swipe right on that. I'm actually <laughs> not, not even kidding. I'll have to find the photo and like tweet it or something. But I sent it to my friends, and they're like, um, what? Who is that? Are they real? I'm like, I wish, but. I digress. <laughs> so the next game I actually have personal experience with creating a character. Um, it's Final Fantasy 14. I, when I was creating this character, first created myself as a little potato, a little Lollafell, mm-hmm. kind of modeled after myself. So I was like Dale as a Lollafell, but I didn't super like it. So then I created a new one and I always say the name wrong, but I'm like the dragonborn like mm-hmm. class. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. Um, And that was so fun because she looked nothing like me, but she was so cool because she had a tail. And I'm like, wait a second. I've never had a tail. Well, obviously I don't have a tail. I'm a human, but I thought it was really cool. And um, that game has an, an just the, the absolute choices that are there. You could do like X to the X and then have that many. It, it, there's a lot of math in it too, but I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a lot of fun. And to be honest, even some people when they stream it, they just stream themselves like creating characters and people just love yeah, to watch people, people like, do just love create. That. They love it. And I honestly. Because once you get good at it, it's almost like a, there's a skill to it in a sense um, for some games because like you have to like balance out all these things. Almost like 
you're like modeling something through like a medium that is the video game to create something visually interesting that like within itself is something because sometimes I try to make a character especially when you get those really in-depth features that looks like something like I'm like I know what I want to look like but I can't get it to come out that way and I don't know why I'm just like well it doesn't look like that so yeah I I just don't know and I sometimes I don't even just have the patience but so I get why someone would watch that because if you're good at it and you're like making these interesting unique creative characters like that's freaking cool yeah and I think a lot of it is sometimes people will create these characters and then use them for like their D&D campaigns or any like tabletop mm-hmm. like RPG game, which I think is so cool to use that to create a character, then be like, that's me. Yeah. Anyways, um, rest in peace to my character. I haven't turned the game on in months. Um. <laughs> it's a great way to like think and visualize um, what something like you can make or what something could look like through like. You just take that and leave it from there. Like you can, it doesn't just belong in that game. You made it so you can take it wherever you want that visual. Exactly. Um, exactly. I did Final Fantasy. I was one of the cat people. Oh, I was like, I'm hot and a cat and I don't get a, that option very often. So I'm going to take it here. You were a cat boy? Yeah. Yeah. Cat boy. I don't know what they're, that's what it's called, but yeah. There was a lot of cat boy. And then I yeah. never loaded into a server and I never opened the game again. <laughs> Why are we the same person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This next game loved by millions around the world globally the way yeah. that this game has become also very meme okay so it's the sims 4 or just like the sims in general so oh, i have a friend sorry i just want to interrupt i want everyone to know that dale's saying meme like not that she's pronouncing the word meme weird um wait just, am i pronouncing it no right? no you're saying it right you're saying meme like meme with the word y like the letter y at the end but I just didn't want anyone to come for you for saying, pronounce the word meme and meme. I was saying meme-like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I'm just okay, okay. I'm noting like, it for the listeners before you oh, get roasted. Like me, me. Oh, thank you. I was like, am I I'm watching out. wrong the whole time? Oh my gosh, yes, meme. Meme-like. Uh, so meme-ish. Um, meme-ish, meme-ish. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, just to give like a really fun like little thing about this, I have a friend who has an Ugly Sims series where she will create... <laughs> Ugly Sims based off the people who are subscribed in her channel. I think uh, that is. <laughs> that's so <laughs> rude. No, but that's what they want. They I want know. This. I it's, know. It's, it's, it's so amazing. Funny. And then, you know, like how people will have like a, like a Sim and then how many babies they can have or how many people they can marry. But like the, the Sims is all about the your li- the only limitations are the ones you put in your head. And exactly. Also, I've, I've no, seen no, them breeding out the ugly ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, how long until this person's not ugly anymore? And they, they have to keep like, dating the hot ones. And like they have generations until they're not ugly anymore. <laughs> but like beauty is all perspective, you know? Yeah, it is. Exactly. Like what if like we thought they were beautiful, but at the end they turned out ugly? And then, it, somehow then that person would have failed their purpose. That's, that's Wow, that got really <laughs> intense. But like we said earlier... The game, the base game does have a lot of customization, but this is where mods come into play. Mods make everything way more advanced, enhanced, and honestly, living out your best life in The Sims. A little bit of a side tangent. I saw a TikTok that was like, the Sims dialogue is if someone was speaking Italian, but like as like a bro, an American bro. (laughs) So I heard that I can't replicate it for you. I'll send it to Henry. Maybe we can add it to like the show notes. You guys know what we're talking about. Or I'll tweet it out. I freaking love The Sims. (laughs) The Sims is fun. Okay. The next one, Bloodborne. I when I put this on the list and I told Henry, I'm like, wait, Bloodborne has like insane customization, and he's like, yeah. I said, wait, but Dark Souls didn't have that, and he's like, Dale, Bloodborne came out years, <laughs> years. after Dark Souls, so yes, they have like way more customization. So I'm actually so excited for this 
because I saw somebody like make their character Joker, you know, Joker. Yeah. Live in a society. I don't know. That was not a very good Joker <laughs> impression. But I'm excited to see my character customization when I play Bloodborne. I'm excited for you to play it. I did see a Nigel Thornberry once, which I thought was great. Oh, my God. Nigel. <laughs> okay. And finally, I had to add this because y'all know how I feel about this. Y'all know how I'm a number one fan. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to find out right now. Attack on Titan 2. You can customize yourself as a cadet and put yourself in the post-apocalyptic world. Oh, my goodness. I love that. If you're, like, a big fan of these kind of animes and you're able to, like, submerge yourself, well, I guess, like, not in water, but, like, put yourself in the game, it's an experience like no other, and I hope to experience this one day. Oh, yeah. It looks so freaking cute. They have, you can, like, customize what, like, outfit you're wearing, your hair, your face in a lot of different ways. It's very, very cute. It is. Very accurate to the anime as well. Well, that's what Dale's I have for you. Dale's going to you know marry me? Aaron Yeager. <laughs> talking yeah. about she models uh, yeah. the character Dale after herself. Aaron Yeager. He's all over the wall. If you see on my in the YouTube background, he's he's here. Um, I know these character creation like systems are just getting so intense, um, so vast, um, so in depth. But Dale, I do want to talk about um, where some of these character cre- creation systems or character personalization systems are currently like failing us and um that has gonna have to do a lot to do with like a poc and black representation um Mm -hmm. in character customization Mm -hmm. unfortunately it is a sad truth still that in 2022 that poc people black people and a lot of even still like asian east asian people are struggling to create and represent themselves in games especially when it comes to character creation listen i think um like protagonists and stuff is a whole different story and a whole different conversation um, but I think if you're going to have a game where the whole thing is creating a character, everyone should be able to participate because that's yes. the, that's the asset. That's yeah. like that's the whole element character creation. I should be able to do it. But um, a lot of games are really failing um, a lot of communities in that as well. Um, so I would say like a big example of that is probably Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Huge franchise. So popular makes just millions and billions of dollars um through so many things but like they do they do falter in a lot of different ways like their graphics have been a big issue over the past few years the scenic design of games has been like disappointing and lacking to a lot of people but relative to this episode they've never had good representation for non-white skinned playable characters um Mm -hmm. even like pokemon arceus they only offered three shades which were white a light tan and then like a brown color. Oh my god! Um, however, the recent Pokemon Violet and Scarlet seem to have a few more skin and hair options, which is a big mm-hmm. jump for Pokemon. Yes. Um, but we'll have to wait to see like the extent of what that is when the game releases. Yes. Um, you know, even a huge game that I love, but I will always openly criticize Elden Ring. Zero like acceptable options for like black and POC people in that game. Um, actually, actually. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, uh, it's just like, it's so disappointing for like a game that can create like monsters and like all these other things that just look so various and different, but you don't get like ex- well-represented dark skin color and options um, that look good as well as like different hair textures. Like I don't understand how the rest of the game can be like that. And then, you don't have that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in the character creation option. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would say that um, 
where a lot of games are lacking, this isn't all the issues, but like these are like the main issues that I think games could really step up and improve on. Um, one of those things are going to be facial features that aren't super Eurocentric. I think there's yeah. a lot of like diversities um, in the face that could be just represented a lot easier in yeah. games and just be there as an option. Um, and then, I mean, the biggest one for a lot of people is going to be hair texture because that's such a distinguishing factor between people. Yes. Um, and hair textures that first are accurate and then that are represented across m- multiple different styles. I was reading a subreddit that was like, I don't just want one Afro. I want like an Afro in many textures. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I want like braids in different textures. I want like dreadlocks in different textures, lengths and styles. Like we should just be having like equal representation for, uh, hairstyles and textures across like a variety of like ethnicities cultures and races like just mm-hmm. stand that should just be standard we, we, we like like going back to what i said in the beginning where when we have more it allows the person playing to you know connect more to the game yeah by not having this it's doing not only them a huge disservice but it i mean they can still play the game and still enjoy it, but like they're kind of taken away from having more of like a connected experience within the character that they build yeah um, That's I just a shame. To... I'm actually shooketh that you said that because I thought yeah. at least with like Elden, you know, people have talked about how customizable everything is. But yeah, well, oh, okay. Um, Black Desert Online is actually another option of where people feel there's a lot of lack of diversity, even though, mm-hmm. like you said, it's so customizable. Uh, a lot Not of POC a lot of and black creators just don't feel represented within the options. Um, and shame. then I would say like the other big thing where games really lack representation for. Um, Uh, black and poc people is the lighting in the game sometimes they'll have like a a darker skin options but when that dark skin isn't lit well and it just looks like this weird dark like you can't even distinguish like skin from lips to eyes and like there's like this not well done and you i'm sure you've seen it when playing the games you're like what is this like why Mm -hmm. does just not look defined um you know this is the same issue there's this issue in gaming is also the same in film like People and a lot of character, a lot of filmmakers and a lot of game creators don't know how to light dark skins appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that becomes a big issue. And I think, you know, there needs to be some like retrospect and look into like how we if there's like a standard for like game lighting and everything, maybe we should think about how how we can rebuild that and restructure that. Yes. So that's not an issue moving forward. Um. Now, I do want to say there are, um, I was reading um, some articles, um, I think his name was Daniel Rousseau, um, was a great, um, I think he's a journalist, a gaming journalist who mm-hmm. does a lot of work on uh, POC and black representation within video games. And he did actually have some great recommendations where he felt like um, these things were represented well. And I do want to give a big shout out, um, like you said, Sims 4 and Sims, just in general, the whole franchise has really led the way um when it comes to character customization. Now I'm going to touch on this in a little bit, um, but they personalization. Also, yeah. Sorry. Personalization. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's the whole point of the episode. Uh, they've had a lot, a lot of great options as well. And even like Sims obviously has modding. The yes. modding community has extended that as well. But Sims since, since the beginning has really led the way for like character personalization that um, is appropriate for uh, black and POC people. Mm-hmm. Um, Guild Shout Wars 2 was one. Um, that was one that was recommended as like inclusive and well done as well. Mm-hmm. Sunset Overdrive and Monster Hunter World. And I, you know, I reviewed some of these and I looked at some of the images because I wanted to see. And I was like, yeah, these are great. 
way to go, these games. Um, another one being Sense Row. And then I did see an article that um, the upcoming remake of Demon's Souls for PlayStation 5, I don't know if that's out yet or not. Hmm, um, sure. Demon's Souls originally had a very cringy, weird, super weird looking like character creation mode. Like, I don't know, like the little profile picture where you saw your character mm-hmm. was like, I don't know. It felt like a meme. I felt like I was being, or should I say memeed? Um, <laughs> I felt like I was being memed by the Demon Souls ca- original character creation, but the new one looks so nice and refined. It's not out yet. It's not out yet? Okay, so no. the remake for PlayStation 5, there was a remake, I think, a few years back, but they're redoing it again for PlayStation 5, and I think um, that there's an article on it. You can see the character creation. It looks pretty incredible. Um, no, it is out yet. Sorry. I was looking oh, at the wrong, out. wrong wrong date. This is one of the best remakes I've seen to date. Yep, it's been out. It's been out. Oh, amazing. So, um, And then I do want to touch on one more thing. One of the, uh, you know, speaking of more representation within character personalization. Thank you. Right this time. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> you know, representing uh, the gender spectrum and a non-binary um, and trans people within games. Um, I think there's a lot of more work to be done for uh, like trans representation within video games but there's a few games that do have sort of like good gender takes um the creator of minecraft was actually like i made this game and none of the none of the people you play as have a gender it's meant to be a genderless experience where that doesn't impact your game or has anything to do with it you could just be you could just be like that's basically what they said yeah so he was like these characters like regardless of name or anything they just don't have a gender Um, and that's honestly how we should be like we should just be us why do we have to split it? You know, like in terms of even in a game, like we should, I like the option of just being you. And I, I think that yeah. message of it just being you and enjoying the game, that's, that's amazing. That's why my, honestly, Minecraft's really popular. I should try it out. I should probably try it out. Yeah. You might like Minecraft, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Now I do have to say like in the fight for gender inclusivity and representation, you know, there's a lot of people that argue they're like, oh, well, you know, why can't we have stories? I think like there's this balance that we can reach one day, but not yet where like, you know, if someone wants to be prejudiced towards something in a game or something like that, that is fine. But let's also have the options to like play games and stories where that's not the case. Like, mm-hmm. so we can live free of that. So like, I mean, I would say like if, you know, people are going to be sexist towards women in a game, like I think that's fine. But first, let's get to games where, like, women characters can be, like, fully thought out, realized people mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. before we start advocating for the other. Like, we're going to lose it. Don't worry. Misogyny is going to be there in games. We, we're not going to lose that. No. Um, another two games, Celasta um, has very seamless they, them, non-binary speech and text options, like, within the voice lines and all text, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, Forza Horizons has um also force horizon 5 has they them pronouns also as options throughout the Ooh. game but here's something i actually would love to see more of in character personalization um gives you prosthetic options to create Whoa. um for your characters as well um That's so amazing. your characters like if you are someone who lives with prosthetics or are differently abled you might be able to represent that within the forza game and that's something we definitely need more of so much progress to make that is a lot i never even thought of that thank you for sharing that that is that's cool now a fun one now this one was i was shocked because i didn't think back this is the first time in an animal crossing game where there is no gender for your character what this is yeah you don't pick a gender when you go in you just have hair and you have styled and dale also a shocker to me 
but also like when I just reflect back, I'm like, yeah, that's right. This is the first game in Animal Crossing that lets players choose their skin color. You're actually right. And isn't wow. that crazy that we had to wait till 2020 for that or 2021 oh whenever that God. game went? Wow. Yeah, you're right. It makes you think. They really does. There's make a lot of think. progress to make. Why? Why did we have to wait till now? I mean, I guess there hadn't been a game in a long time, but but still, <laughs> like I, just I mean, feel like if Sims no, can yeah. do it, if games like Sims and other games are doing it for a long time, exactly. Um, yeah. Why can't everyone else? Seems like just like a simple thought you could have yeah. at the, the beginning of the process that can well, create a more like wanting game. Does it have anything to do with like where the games are created? I don't know. So there's a lot of arguments too. They're like, why would we have this colored people, you know, especially when a lot of games take place in Japan, they're like, they don't have that there. I was like, yeah, but these characters don't look Japanese either. So like yeah. this argument is invalid. And also, and also like, if you're going to go global and you want people to enjoy your game, don't you want them to connect the characters and really love it? I, yeah. See, that's kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, that's a little crappy, but yeah. it's an important thing to note and to have this discussion. Because, for example, you've said some things that I didn't even know about. So I'm sure that there are listeners who are listening who are like, wait a second, I didn't know that either. And the more we educate ourselves, the more we learn, the more we can be the voice for change in the video game industry. Because like we said at the beginning of the start of this whole podcast, it's for everybody. And games should be for everybody, too. So shout out to the Sims. Yeah, take that game industry. Yeah, take that. But shout out to you, Sims. Shout out to you. Yes. So I guess like long story short, amazing things to do with character personalization in that same breath. There's a long way to go and improve on. And isn't that the case for everything? Every, honestly, yes. We're moving, but we got to keep moving. Yeah, we're never the work is never over. Sadly. Dale. Yes. You know what I think we need to see more of? Tell me. Hats. More hats in video games. Okay, no, I agree. Literally, I agree. I First of all, me, IRL, Dale, I have a lot of hats. And I don't think we see enough hats being worn in person. And we don't see enough hats in games. Also, so, I don't know if you guys ever use Pick Crew. You know, Pick Crew is how you make mm-mm. characters. They've got a lot of hat options there. Like, why can't games have hat options like that? I want to say that me, IRL, Henry... Does not wear a lot of hats unless I'm going to exercise. But since I don't do it IRL, I would love to do it more in games. Like my Elden Ring character has this freaking huge hat. And that's so freaking fun. I'm not going to do it IRL. I have a no, weird frame for hats. No, if you had your Elden Ring hat IRL, walking <laughs> down the streets of New York City, you know how many people would yell at you because you'd be knocking I would literally take up the whole solid You would sidewalk. take up the sidewalk. Yeah, you would. Dale, something we didn't cover that I really I want to mention here at the end is that I love, oh my gosh, this whole episode, we're going to say the word meme a million times. I love meme character creations in games. In Elden Ring recently, I saw some funny ones. I saw a really cool Darth Maul. I saw Dr. Manhattan from freaking, uh, that comic book series that's also a TV series. It's also a movie. I can't remember the name of it right now. (laughs) I don't know. Um, my favorite one was someone made, I, cause I, okay. Confession. I've watched Shrek two recently. It was the best time I've had in a long time. I was so happy, so good. but someone made handsome Shrek and Elden ring. And oh. I was like, I want that. Come make it for me I right now. That. But people love me. You know, there's handsome Squidward. People love making handsome Squidward in any freaking game. Um, some cool ones I do remember was someone made Waluigi and Wario in fallout 76, because you know, you said you can sculpt mm-hmm. the faces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like they, that's how like detailed, like like IRL representations of like Warrior Waluigi. Someone made Taylor Swift. They made Barack Obama. I saw a Mr. Bean, uh, which I was like, oh, I didn't even know. Like I was like, that's very like detailed character. But then my favorite one because it felt so nice to see was Bob Ross, and I was like, that's you know, so nice. Can I say something that I totally we could talk about this earlier? Me's. You know me, Nintendo oh, me. Oh yeah, Wii's and me. Me. So Mii in Wii's. me, uh, when I was younger, I took me's next level because I would not only make me's of my friends and teachers. I would make me's of like different shapes, different celebrities. They I had would crazy do that. Me I would people make, make so me's creative. of so many people, and then I would also Google online how to make a me of like said person. But it was yeah. so cool because you could like you know how you can like turn the eyebrows like as far apart or like as I never understood it. It was to make that kind of face. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think about you have to get now. so creative with that. But That's also me's are very, earlier. people get so creative with people that. People get like, so creative, but me's were very inclusive too. You know, they still have a long way to go, but still, yeah, there's a lot, there was a lot of, um, what's the word personalization in those. People don't like the new me's as much, but I haven't looked at them a lot. That's another episode though. That's another um, episode. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with what their sentiment is saying. Um, thanks for everyone for hanging out today. If you have any recommendations of character customization options that you like, I know there's a lot we didn't get to discuss this episode. A person fricks. <laughs> we almost made it to the end too. A lot of character personalization that you like. Let us know. It, yeah. What are other things you think we can be improved? Also, um, tell, tell us. us which game you like the personalization the most. I would. I'd really be curious to know that. You know. Um, yeah. But yes, you know. Shout out to us. Shout out to you. Follow us on all our socials and let us know who who wore it better on this episode. Yeah, make sure to check out today's personalized looks. Um, if you haven't us, already on YouTube, Dale and Henry. Yeah. All right. Well, until until next week, keep it easy. Mode. Dun, dun, dun. More like keep it easy. Vogue. The way we're dressed right now. You know what? Nobody would ever have us on the runway. No, they definitely wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs>